You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dev. Teehee. I'm Melissa. And I'm Dave. And we're back. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> Good times. Oh. Oh, and of course, as soon as we start recording, and, and your dog starts barking. Dude, your dogs are such podcast attention whores. They really are. They're excited, that, too. Like, they're, ab- they're, doing that? they're completely it's quiet awesome. until you start recording, and, and then, they, then they chime up. Yep. <laughs> hey, Alia, shut your pie holes. <laughs> it's, not, it's only going to work for a minute, and then Ali is start again. Um, so anyway, hi, everyone. <laughs> shot of history here. Hi. Uh, hey. <laughs> My dogs wanted to be involved, but now they're just wrestling, so I think we're okay. Um, today, Deb is going to be the historian, um, oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> uh, so before we get started, everybody raise your glasses, cheers, drink cheers. them if you got them. Ollie is apparently color commentary today. So. Oh, yes. yeah. I, I feel like I can take a break. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give the reins over to Deb so I can mute my mic. Go for it, Deb. All right. So today's episode is uh, the history of WAP as uh, recounted by Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, There's some doors in this house. There's some yes, in this house. Uh, I believe there might be a medical condition. <laughs> oh my God, dude, such a tool. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, no, that is not today's episode. <laughs> today, uh, I've got a couple, uh, like three different like snippets of history. Uh, snippets. So the, so the first thing we'll start out with uh, is the Battle of Los Angeles. Um, so this happened. Better known as Alien Nation. Season one. <laughs> uh, so awesome this, show. <laughs> the Battle of Los Angeles uh, actually took place shortly after the attack on Pearl Harbor. Um, this was so the first uh, first shots uh, came from a Japanese sub when it filed uh, fired a torpedo on an oil field near Santa Barbara on February. Wait, wait, wait. So what you're telling me is the plot of the movie 1941 actually has some truth to it? Yes. Dude, so for those for those not familiar, I if you've never seen the movie 1941, go get it. It's one of John Belushi's best movies ever. Um, and it's all about uh, a town that gets all freaked out uh, because a Japanese submarine appears offshore uh, and, and the wacky hijinks and mayhem that ensues. It's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so f- this happened uh, a year later, uh, February 20, 23rd, 1942. So three months. Yeah. A couple yeah, months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this led the naval intelligence to actually declare that uh, an enemy attack was imminent on mainland USA. So, you know, this obviously ramped up tensions, got people on high alert. Um, so two days later, uh, on February 25th, a radar had indicated that there was an unidentified aircraft heading towards Los Angeles. Creepy. Uh, yeah. 
uh, upon seeing... And this is still pre-Roswell, so there's no, like, you know, there's no X-Files moments, there's no, yeah. Correct, yeah. So, uh, needless to say, the city's already on edge. The city actually ends up erupting into a battlefield just based on this radar blip. Uh, the city was ordered to black out. Anti-aircraft batteries were readied. Um, and as all of this is going on, people actually spot a balloon carrying a red flare uh, flying over the city. And as this happens, the uh, anti-aircraft batteries just unleash. The city's sky lights up um, with a terrifying display of bursting shells and- so and, and that's and honestly so that was one of the the funny plot points in that movie that like people i don't think people understand like back then it was uh got what were they called uh the civil air corps or the civil air defense unit like they would literally put anti-aircraft like these huge mm-hmm. ass guns in people's backyards yep you know as as just like they like they would find these like strategically positioned and they would like they would just put these giant ass weapons of destruction yep. in people's hey man, uh do you mind if you just put this giant ass gun in your backyard no big deal don't worry your kids won't play with it it's fine yeah, right no big no problem. problem no problem yeah it's cool it's totally safe 100 <laughs> uh so as this is happening uh you You've got uh, the radar guys and people calling out like, oh, there's there's all these planes they are flying over the city that they're they're coming in at this speed. They're coming in at this altitude. They're you know, oh, no, they're they're actually slower than that. They're coming in at this speed and they're actually lower. And so just all this information's pouring all over, keeping people like on on edge. Um, but then, you know, as they've lit up the sky, the smoke clears and there is no sign of... And there are 13 dead-as-shit birds laying on the ground. <laughs> uh, so, so, obviously, nothing... There's, there's no Japanese invasion. Nobody's storming, you know, storming the coast. There's no planes to be found downed anywhere. Um, so, like, what happened, right? Right. Uh, well, yeah, what, yeah, what caused this crap? Yeah, so uh, the Navy quickly, like within within hours, comes out and they're like, "Hey, hey, uh, this clearly we were just we were too hyped up, uh, we were all on edge, uh, little too little too much coffee today, <laughs> our bad, <laughs> some, some, some shit happened, uh, we're sorry." Uh, the Army, uh, not being not not one to be outdone by stupidity. Uh, comes back and goes, well, uh, we can't say that it wasn't an enemy aircraft. <laughs> uh, when We when can neither was, confirm nor deny right. that, yeah. But when pressed as to where these airplanes had come from and where they had went that they're cl- claiming was actually over the city, the army didn't have an answer. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, it was, it was definitely an enemy aircraft. But there's like no ship off the shore, and there's no planes down. Yeah, nope. Uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, you know they're invisible planes. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, dude, we were. It was Wonder Woman in her in her yeah. invisible plane, and <laughs> it was it was a total yeah. thing. Yeah. So they had. We no don't, we don't know the Japanese don't have that technology. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. You don't can't prove it. Fake news. <laughs> Uh, so it's funny that you say fake news because all these conflicting reports that are coming in from the Navy and the Army 
got people criticizing the government and the newspapers for not having their shit together and not knowing really what's going on and just putting out information just to put out information. Um, so at the end of all of this, uh, you know, cause anti-aircraft rounds, they're, <laughs> they're not, uh, they're not something to be messed with They're You know, there's these big exploding shells. Yeah. They're pretty huge. Put, yeah. Put cha- uh, chaff and all that up into the, up into the air to try to damage planes just by, <laughs> Uh, just having shrapnel in the air. So because of this, uh, they actually ended up doing a lot of property damage and making things in the area worse. Well, go figure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few people even died of a heart of died of heart attacks, and uh, you know, but there was a bunch of traffic accidents because everybody the city was ordered to black out uh, at, as this was happening. Not to mention all of the falling shrapnel. Um, okay but so there's a common sense moment i feel like if the city is ordered into a blackout the hell are you doing out driving around in your car like like that 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 just oh yeah we would have been fine but you know they turned the traffic lights off well maybe you should have been home dumbass so so eventually it was discovered uh potentially what this uh what this radar blip was. Uh, it seems to have actually been a uh, meteorologist weather balloon. <laughs> Back to Roswell, 1947. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, basically this was a balloon sent up to collect some better meteorological data and it had a flare attached to it. So the meteorologists could actually see the path that was, uh, that it was taking. And uh, so all of this happened because somebody didn't warn. I was going to say you would government. you would feel like yeah. so we're we're just a couple months after like the first major attack on the United States. Yep. And you would think that some like some scientists would have gone, hey, I feel like we should make a phone call here before <laughs> somebody, be, before we set this up. Yeah. yeah, before before we launch this sucker, we should probably let somebody know that this is going to be a thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's logical. Yeah. I mean, that would have made sense, but I mean, (laughs) you know, when you're, when you're in the, the, the pursuit of, uh, weather data, you've got no time to warn the government. Uh, Naturally. Yeah. It is so important. We got to get this weather data. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the battle of Los Angeles. Uh, so the next little snippet I've got is the, uh, mysterious sleepy time disease, not to be confused with sleepy time tea. <laughs> okay, just to be clear, I think I might have this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, so, like, is, is I, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, just by name alone, I'm gonna go with that. Like, I might have this, but I continue. I hope not. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, so encephalitis lethargica, is also know, is an unknown disease that first popped up in 1916. So, two years be- before the uh, the Spanish flu popped right. up. Um, but it was so. This is when it, so it first popped up in 1916, uh, but was really mostly prevalent and throughout the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, it pre- it presented itself uh, with varied symptoms from drowsiness to full blown psychosis. Uh, I was yeah, I'm I'm still not disagreeing with Steph's assessment. So far, <laughs> yeah. uh, however, E lethargica was incredibly lethal. Uh, it ended up killing around a million people. 
Um, only like globally or just in the U.S.? Uh, it was. I think it was the data was from a globally. Okay. Um, but it it had like so basically, um, if you, of the people that caught it, uh, twenty percent um, that had caught it would end up becoming locked in their own bodies. So uh, they would just basically go comatose and they would never recover from whatever this disease was. Um, and then another 14% of those people. So only about 14% of the people that actually caught it would ever actually fully recover. Everybody else either died or became uh, completely comatose for the rest of their life. Well then. Yeah. Sounds like fun. That's good. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the name implies brain inflammation, encephalitis. Uh, so yeah. So at the time, uh, the, all they, the all the doctors knew was that this disease uh, attacked the brain, but that's literally all they knew about it. They were just like, well, it's you know something to do with the brain, so that this disease is going to the brain. Um. But by the, the time they're guess. right, yeah. So so they're you know so as they're doing research on this, um, suddenly it just disappeared, like it was here and then it was just gone. Nobody like after this million people died, it was just no. Wake up, sheeple! It was a government yeah. experiment. It was put out there by scientists trying to control the population. Oh. It was okay. So COVID, yes. So right. COVID. <laughs> uh, it was a, it was an election year disease. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 1916 it would have been yeah yep yep trump had it it was better within a weekend <laughs> yeah like, and now he's uh, immune <laughs> however even though it had disappeared apparently it had just gone dormant because it did resurface in 93 uh where it had infected about 20 people um luckily uh at that point in time a trio of doctors were able to actually identify the disease um, it actually is a form of streptococcus. Uh, so it starts out as a sore throat and then you end up uh, being locked in your body in a, wow. a, a state. Oh, yeah. Well, fun. that escalated quickly. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so basically, you get a sore throat. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you might get lost and, in and body. Kids at home, this is why you don't go on WebMD. When you. One minute, got a sore throat, next minute. Yeah, so so this this uh this strain of streptococcus, you know, so you, you get Good the sore throat, and then it would slowly mutate to a state that instead of it itself attacking your body, it caused your immune system to attack your brain. So mm. it oh. actually was it was just what was making your body kill itself. <laughs> I mean, a general rule, general rule of thumb. I mean, if you can get somebody else to do your work for you, more power yeah. to you. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so even though like we the have, worst of the autoimmune diseases, right. yeah. yeah. So even though we've we've identified this disease um, and we know what it is and we know how it, it how it starts, and they've went back and they looked like at all these people that caught it, they're like, oh yeah, they they had a sore like reports of sore throats and that kind of stuff. Um, you know. We have a pretty good idea of it and what it is, but we don't have a cure. Yeah. So it's possible to still get uh, the the sleepy time disease. As <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't have that because I've never been locked in my own body. 
Um, I mean, I've I've seen you really, really, I've I've seen you really, really drunk before. So I mean, it's. (laughs) I wonder how you get it. I mean, it's a form of strep, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they don't have a good clue as to how people contract it, and even the the twenty people that had it in '93, there's no real good information as to how the people came into contact with it. Just that they did. They knew what it was. They figured out how it behaved in the body. And then they're like, well, uh, sorry about your luck. <laughs> yeah, like, good luck with that. Wow. Good luck. We'll, we'll, we'll see you back either comatose or dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then the okay, last. Terrible, especially if you're comatose, but you're aware. Yeah. Well, what yeah, that that you... that gets back to like the super creepy, like the you know the early days of surgery and anesthesia, where you know like they didn't know that people were like actually wide awake and feeling everything; they just couldn't move. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. and there are, there are other diseases. I think like ALS that yeah. that your body just slowly stops moving, and eventually it's like your brain can be completely fine, but you're locked yeah. in your own body. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, in this in this case, you could be locked in your own body and suffering from psychosis at the same time. Oh, God. <laughs> that is, that's, that's actual hell. Yeah. yeah. That is what hell yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and the last thing that I have is the, uh, the birth of viral marketing. Uh, so... Ooh, that took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. First a virus, and now viral marketing. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah it's exactly. A pretty good segue. That's that's a that's a, a brilliant transition. <laughs> yeah. People die of a heart planned. attack. Yeah, people die of a heart attack. People get a disease and die, and now that we're talking about a non-actual virus, viral marketing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> It's all uh, part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 20 years before Ronald Reagan ran for president, he was uh, playing his hand of his po- uh, political leanings uh, and arguably hate for the poor. <laughs> is that is that arguable? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, technically that it yes. is arguable. True. Anything is arguable. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people right now that argue that Donald Trump has a lot of Ronald Reagan in him. <laughs> oh. I, I feel like Ronald Reagan would be horribly offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, basically what had happened is that Reagan had recorded a 10-minute speech about the ills of socialized med- medicine also known as universal health care. Right. So he, so at the, the time. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me Obama didn't create that concept? That's no, not, that's no. not like a, a super recent liberal agenda thing? No, it's, it's a long Your running. You're doing it forever, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Just so, better. Venezuela, dude. Venezuela. Yeah. So Reagan uh, went. <laughs> he went to this recording studio and he records this speech um, that was basically meant to scare people into thinking they would lose personal freedoms. Uh, if the federal government started taking over healthcare systems, uh, it, this big, it's like I said, it's about a 10 minute speech um, basically. And it's just a smear campaign against socialized medicine uh, of the time because they were, you know, what let's see 20 years before he ran for president that would have been what 60s yep mm-hmm. yeah 60s so you know they were they were talking about this back you know 
even back in the 60s, bringing around universal health care and a bunch and of hippies. Being, yeah. Being better <laughs> for the being better for the government and all this. But uh, yeah. So uh, the American Medical Association, uh, who was also completely against socialized health care, shock and awe. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hear about this. Uh, was it getting paid by insurance companies? <laughs> yeah. They hear about this uh, smear uh, speech that Reagan did, and they get a hold of it, and they distribute the recording as part of their Operation Coffee Cup campaign. Um, so, and this is where the uh, the viral marketing uh, comes in, because this is arguably the first viral marketing campaign where the American Medical Association. Uh, gets this recording they send it to the lady auxiliary uh, members so you know the wives of all these doctors that are associates because so trying to rile up the suburban housewives tried and true right. methodology yep. yeah yep. 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 rally the karen rally yes. the <laughs> yes uh so they send these recordings out and they the the, the ama instructs these ladies to put on a pot of coffee and play this record for their social group and fellow wives of physicians. Once they listened to the record, they were encouraged to write their congressman to stop socialized medicine. Oh my God. <laughs> well, okay. Why for some reason right now, do you, I don't know if you guys remember this, but McDonald's used to do this thing where they would put a record inside of the newspaper uh-huh. and you have to listen to it to see if you won a prize. Yep. And so like, it was a big deal. Like people would come over and you'd play your stupid little record to see if you won some prize for McDonald's. Yep. Why does this sound like that? Oh, and <laughs> dude, cereal. Like, I don't know. They used to have like, like crappy little flimsy records on cereal boxes that they did that with. <laughs> oh yeah. Hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, this obviously uh, went really well for the AMA because the policies that were being talked about uh, back in the sixties end up getting shot down, getting, and it actually pushes uh, Reagan into the political sphere even more. Uh, he becomes like kind of this conservative darling and uh, you know, leads to him becoming you know, eventually the president. Um, but what I kind of, what I kind of found interesting was like, there's a uh, snippet from the speech um, basically Reagan's conclusion, uh, conclusion on socialized medicine was one of these days you and I are going to spend our sunset years telling mm-hmm. our children and our children's children what it was like in America when men were free. That was his big thing about socialized. Wow. Oh my God. You're going to have to explain to your grandchildren and their children that America is no longer free because because healthcare because for all. people have healthcare that's <laughs> wow okay hey i'm just going to throw this out there you'd be lucky to see your grandchildren but you can see your grandchildren now and live long because of med- medicine right you oh and have yourself. and have money to give to your grandchildren because it's not outrageously priced to go right get- exactly yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that just seems like so stupid yeah. to me but yeah. so know, all the same all the same tactics are being used today that they were back then um except instead of a five minute uh twitter video it's a, it was a 10 minute uh record that the ladies gathered around and had tea and crumpets <laughs> the karens <laughs> yes we're just gonna call them the karens come yeah. on yeah <laughs> It, it it's just it's so bizarre and like to, to 
read through the Operation Coffee Cup campaign and the smear campaign that the AMA had going at the time. It's like this is the exact same tactics, just reapplied in in new social uh, social media in new packaging. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it essentially just evolves with the times, really. Right. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. It's yeah. new technology, but the same thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, and that's basically what I've got. Oh, cool. That was really cool. We, yeah. we learned some things. Yeah. As I we think do that here. whole thing with like the AMA being against universal healthcare is like, I think that's why people question these government agencies that are like, oh, you should do this. You know, like the, the ADA says this and all these other regulations they have. And it's like, how do we know we can even trust them? Yeah. Because they're going to go after whoever's you giving mean, you money. You, you mean know, like right. lead company, lead paint companies paying uh, scientists to say, oh, no, lead and paint is fine. Don't worry right. about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, let you your know, kids people, eat it. It's totally yeah. safe. It's like, well, I'm going to trust scientists. Well, you don't know yeah. if they're getting paid under the table, though, to say that. Like, well, and that's my. That's why you have to do, you can't look at one scientific study. Yeah, you really yeah. have to look at a broad spe- a spectrum of them and then yeah. collect. You have to make your own opinion based on the data because, right. yeah. you know. Okay, but that's so know. hard. Can I just watch like some YouTube video that, a, that an idiot did? No, like, and I mean, make- not if you truly want to be educated. No. <sighs> I watched that's this video problem. of Jim Bob. That's why Jim we have that we have right now. <laughs> Yeah. People that just go, oh, right. I saw a video on YouTube of you know some I don't guy know, but, named John. Who these four idiots on this podcast told has me has no high school education <laughs> and told me that I should vote for this person. Right, you know? and there's also videos on YouTube of like dudes kicking each other in the fucking nuts. <laughs> and so we're supposed Those to just be yeah, okay. normal and cool, and we should do that, I right? Hope, I, I hope mean. it's the same guys. <laughs> yeah. It probably is because ultimately they are kicking themselves in the nuts. That's yeah. <laughs> Well, that was very interesting. I think now it's time to pop out the plugs. Uh, I'll go ahead. StephanieMenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. And uh, yeah, by the time this airs, we'll have a new president. Check in hopefully. on your friends. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> you know, hopefully. I, I'm, I don't know, well, dude. They both scare me in different ways. So, well, I... and yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying who's going to win or who's going to lose. I'm just saying. Either. Oh, Check on your friends. They might not be okay. That was my favorite bumper sticker. Can I have a been... new government, please? <laughs> my, yeah, my favorite bumper sticker so far has been Biden. Okay, but this sucks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Biden. Okay, yeah. but I'm going to bitch about it. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a sign, a campaign sign yesterday that said settle for Biden 2020. <laughs> hey, you know, exactly you do what, what you got to do. Exactly what it is. This point. By any They're means necessary. They're not giving us good options. So it's what we're yeah. stuck with. <laughs> uh, oh, bad. Source Point Press, Deepwater Games, N3, Art, Oxi Media, all those things. Uh, vote uh, Dale and Brennan uh, 2020. And fuck <laughs> Steve. And uh, fuck Write Jones. in Josie Callison for president, yeah. my dog. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't don't do that. Don't don't do not do that. Uh, <laughs> po- Podcast Detroit, all the things, uh, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, uh, and then all of our shows. We have a whole bunch of shows. We've had shows that have started up during all this chaos. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun topics. Uh, give them a listen. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for coming back and listening to another episode of Shot of History. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dev. I'm Melissa. And Dave. <laughs>